Lanzi and Tros. Welcome back. How are you? Me? Yeah. You asking me? I'm asking you. I'm doing great. Good. Today. Good. Uh, it's been a good Thursday. You know, it's like the, it's like the Friday of Friday. You know what I'm saying? Does that make any sense to you? No. Well, not it's really. like I feel like uh, I'm not gonna. Tr- I mean, that maybe that doesn't make any sense. Give it to me. It's like Friday is like the precursor to the weekend, so it's like Friday. Right. But Thursday is like the Friday of Friday. Like this is like the precursor to Friday. That's true. The lead up day. I think I like the word Thursday because it's underlyingly the Friday to the Friday. Right. Right. But to me, it's like Thursday. You know, I don't have to. You know what I mean? Like the word Thursday just means all that goodness inside. So you, you like Thursdays? I'm excited. Like there's almost a Friday to the Thursday in a way. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because I like Thursdays that. are so exciting. That's very true. And plus, we have the show on Thursday nights. That's true. Which is fun in its own right, you know. Yeah. And I'm always excited to, to do the you, show. You would work this morning. I'd work this you morning. Work every Thursday. I wake up bright and early on Thursdays. Um, well, from my relative to when I usually wake up in the morning, Thursdays and Tuesdays are very early who's, to me. Who's to say it's not early? You know what? You're right. It is early. It's that's early. It is. You, it is really freaking early, and I hate it. But then I work nine to two, and. It's it's nice. It's a good start to the day. Make some money. Uh, it's good. And then you, but you actually, Ryan, you wake up every day around eight o'clock, don't you? I do. I do. And how is that? Well, you kind of get into a rhythm, honestly. Um, it kind of depends on my weekend. How how my week usually goes with waking up early. So, yep. you know, if I have a, a crazy like one or two man hangout, you know, due to COVID restrictions, <laughs> and and I'm up real late, you know getting up to that midnight 1 a.m. 2 a.m. mark, then I might have a long week ahead of me. That is for but sure. if I'm able to have a relaxing weekend and go to bed a little earlier, maybe have a little less fun, my week ahead might be a little bit easier to manage, so would especially you, with waking do up Do you early. consciously sacrifice fun on weekends? Absolutely not. In order to... Absolutely not. It's more of a, it's more of a, like, whatever happens, happens. And then I look back. It's never an in the moment, oh, I want to have a better week waking up this week let me go to bed now it's never like that it's more so oh last night i got some sleep it, this week will be cool so it's more of a hindsight thing and absolutely another way you could look at it is that say you didn't have a great weekend you were in early you weren't really hanging out with people but then during the week during that during that following week you can at least look back and be like hey i know i didn't have this super fun exciting time but I, now i'm having actually enjoying myself now a little better than i would have now i have some energy to to partake in my discussions in the mornings okay. and and talk with my professors a little bit and get involved in the classroom you know what maybe i think you're a little bit too of a, too much of a goody two-shoes for me you think so a little bit well little bit. i think to be a goody two-shoes i have to do good things i don't i kind of just are, sit there what do you mean you class? do lots of good things in class how do you know? Hey, audience, never been you in my should, class. I don't. You know what Actually, though? You've been in my class I've once. been in your class once, and he was great. That's active debatable. participant. Plus, this guy's always doing his work. He's doing it all the time. He's a grinder. He cares about his studies, and you can't say that for everybody. So proud of you, Ryan. Thank you. So that's going to be a good lead into our um, little introduction here. I just wanted to go over uh, what we're going to be talking about today on the show because it's a very exciting show we have planned for you. Um, <laughs> it, is. It, it is. It is. It and in this first ten minutes, here we're going to cover some uh, kind of not necessarily some sports stuff, just some life all the, stuff. All the updates that you guys need on our current lives. That's right. We, now. That's where we're going to get right now. Then just from because sports isn't everything. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's there's not. more to life than just sports. Believe Much it or not. more to life. Believe it or not, there's more to life. I know you might. When, you know you might kid yourself thinking when you're listening to this show. Wow, like sports is the best. All I care about is sports. Blah blah. blah these guys. Yeah, but yeah. We're here but to no. tell you that sports are not everything. They're not. 
I wish they our, could be. Our lives are almost just as important as sports, if not more important some days. But don't you wish that sports were more important? No, I mean, that's just me. I, I think, I don't know. It's kind of ni- it's it's nice knowing that me and you are important, though. Okay, I'm not. Our whole audience is, everyone's important, really. I hate you. He's right. Yeah. Well, don't listen to me. And then, okay. so after the, after the me and him time, me and you time, we're going to do a little Super Bowl recap. And then we're going to get into some goat talk. Won't, I won't, you know, you guys can, you guys can uh, explain that for yourselves. I don't have to explain. Yeah, this. I know, I know. And then we're actually going to have a special guest appearance from a very good friend of mine. His name is Ryan Tedites. He is a diehard Washington football fan. Why? He's also a, um, one of the first and foremost Brady uh, deniers, as they call him, they call them. They're not haters. They're deniers because they're deniers of greatness. He's one of those guys. So he'll for sure have some interesting, controversial takes for us. And then we'll have some closing remarks. But it's going to be jam-packed. Let's get right Isn't into it. Isn't it always jam-packed? It is always jam-packed. Honestly, with these introductions, I always make it seem like it's going to be more special than the last episode. But really, all our episodes are awesome. That's true. They're lots of fun. That's true. We never want to end. I, I don't like ending in an hour. I think we could go two, three hours. We Rogan could. goes. Rogan. Yeah. Who is... Who he he looks up to us actually, but that's true. We're, you can almost call he us goes companions in the business. Companions, sister podcasts. <laughs> um, but he goes long. He goes a long ass time. We could go that long. We just have you know constraints, contractual constraints. This is true. Okay, um, so I just kind of want to ask you, Ryan, off the bat here. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got we both got our study abroad results back. We did. And we've been anticipating this for a while, we Ryan. Have. How did so you heard back? Where where are you headed next spring? Next I, sorry, next fall or spring? Where are you headed? Next fall. Okay. All, all things considered in terms of hopefully COVID doesn't cancel my, my future that plans would be grim. And, mm-hmm. and the world doesn't end by then. In the fall, I should be heading over to Austria. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Vienna, right? Vienna, Austria. Now, do you know, what do you know about Austria? Like, what is there to do there? Uh, any famous sites? Well, I got a few things for you. Okay. One, I know Austria speaks German. Which is the only thing I really cared about when I was a punk. Because you're a proficient German speaker. Proficient, sure, yeah, you could say that. And you're advancing by the day. I, I would, I would say that. I mean, with with my current class that I'm in, and, and the professor, and our close relationship, <laughs> I, I feel like I'm really developing. Close relationship. I. She actually drove me home once. Um, was that from, weird? From a party last year. No way. Yeah, Christmas party. What the heck? The German department head. Had a Christmas party last year. She drove me home. Well, she must really like you. <laughs> they love you. Well, actually, they love them. They love Ryan over there at the German department. I I would say that they do. I'm really the glue that holds everyone together. And you work there too, don't you? Twice that, a week. Exactly. That's what I'm kind of alluding perfect, to. Perfect. That's the glue. You know. Yeah. That's besides the point. That, you're right. Let's, let's get back to the. Let's not digress here. <laughs> um, so they speak German, and another thing is. So as you know, I've met some German friends yes. um, from being in the German yes, department you as have. well. And one of my friends, he's from Germany, and he's visited, he's been all over the world. He's been to Singapore, he's been to the Netherlands, he's been to Denmark, he's been to the United States. All over. He's been all over the United States. Very he's well been traveled. to Miami and D.C. and all these places. Yeah, he's very well traveled. He said Vienna was one of the most beautiful cities he's ever been to. So that's all I got. But uh, I mean, that's enough to be coming excited. F- coming from him, I, I was really excited to hear that. That's enough to be excited about. I'd, I'd say, honestly, when you're applying for these study abroad locations, um, these programs, I mean, for me at least, the first thing that is in the back of my mind is like, I want to go somewhere that is beautiful and that I can feel like 
I'm comfortable in. And you have both because you can, it's a, it's a beautiful place to be. And some, a lot of people would have that language barrier and that might be like, Hey, I'm not going to go, but you are a decent enough German speaker and you're actually looking to improve on it. So being I do, there it, itself, I do anticipate struggling and sure. initially and having this tough language barrier to get through. But the goal by the end of study abroad, if, if I don't get past that barrier, then I failed my study abroad. Oh, Ryan, don't say. If I can get through the language barrier, then I've succeeded with my study abroad. So that's going to be my goal. It's good that you have a goal here set in mind. So, I mean, let's hear about your study abroad decision. What did you hear? Um, I heard back and I I wanted to go to Australia. That was my primary. um, I I applied to three uh, programs in Australia and Mm -hmm. I got the University of Melbourne, but I got it for the fall semester, which is something that I I was really hoping I wouldn't get because I have some as my dad puts it, um, major commitments of a personal nature. Hmm. Um, and uh, I've made, yeah, so I can't exactly go in the fall. And so I probably actually won't be going abroad. Wow. But That's it's okay. You know what? It's fine. I'll be on campus one more semester. At the end of the day, going, studying abroad is a, a luxury. Um, so it's fine. I'm going to move past it. It's been fun. Well, as, as long as you can, you can work that out in your head and be okay yeah, with that. Yeah, it's all about, yeah, it's all personal, right? Yeah. And then, um, you know, I just wanted to bring okay, up. Okay, you bring it up. Bring it up. While we're still in the intro, yeah, right? Yeah, get in, get in. What's going on in our uh, dorm with uh, all these emails that we're getting? It, yes, that's crazy. They, I'm glad you bring this up. We've um, just today we received our second email. Second from the what the R A D R D resident director of our building, something like that. And she alleged us to the fact that someone has been pissing. Urinating. Urinating, urinating in our trash cans. Not only that, also urinating in bottles, like empty plastic water bottles and putting them in the trash. B- basically, the second time this has happened. The email says uh, our, uh, what, our maintenance guys have notified us that there has been urination in the trash cans in the hallway. And this is like, I'm emailing you with great disappointment. I mean, it's some serious stuff going on. Yeah, they're pissed. Who Who is urinating in the trash can? Do you have any any uh, idea? I have no idea. The only thing I will say is that I had a feeling that after that first email, I'm like, you know what? People are going to get this email. They're going to laugh because it's kind of, it's so, it's so stupid. Right. It's like almost funny. Right. And someone is going to go do it again just, I, I just for shits and gigs. I laughed at, at the first email. It's almost ridiculous. Right. People are it's peeing like, in the trash. Yeah, come on. Was it, uh, like, come on. Who does that? Yeah, it's almost. You know, you know, there is a little bird floating around. Oh, so you have something. You have inside scoop. I wouldn't say I have inside scoop. I, I There's this little birdie chirping away. Mm. You know, there's a few international students that are new to our floor. Yes. About a week ago. Yep. First email came about a week ago. I mean, that's what the little bird's saying. That's, they're not saying much. That's all they're saying. Do you think the international students are pissing in the... I'm not saying I think that. You're just saying that's the only consistency you see. You see... Um, I'm just saying that I see a pattern a little the, bit. You know, the, the RD did say in the email, if you had concerns, reach out to her. Maybe you should... Maybe I should just say, hey, look, these kids got here Monday. It started happening Tuesday. What's going on? Or you could just do your own private investigation independent. That's true. We should buy magnifying glasses and stuff. And You could be my Watson. So we, we, we find the urine. We take the magnifying glass. We can see the little DNA strands. Is that how it works? I can send it to my dad. He's a, you know, he's a chemist. He's a chem? Oh, I knew that. Yeah. 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 Maybe he can, like, look at the piss or something and figure out who's it. We have to take a sample from everyone else, I think, though. We, we have to take a sample from everyone in the dorm. I think so. We can convince people. Knock, door, knock on doors. Our, like, bottles or and, something. Oh, so you know what we could just do? We can only could honestly just do. What? Go around asking for samples. The one or two people who you know, like refuse to give us their samples. That's that's it. That's true. Well, 
glad we talked about this. One more thing before we move on to real sports talk is that um, Ryan, um, you know, Ryan's been doing a lot of rapping in the room. This is lately. not true. No, this is true. This is Ryan's been true. rapping a lot right lately, just little riffs here and there. Little and riffs. He, he, he came to me the other day and he says, Will, I, I want to be a rapper. I want to. So, yeah, Ryan Trost why, is an aspiring young rapper. Why are you Keep, creating this narrative? I'm not. Keep this in mind. He's looking. He 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 is he is looking to make it big time. Maybe not quite the level of Big Burst and Little Young Dad, but he's gonna. He's he's looking to. He's looking to. He's looking to get to the top somehow. And he's got talent. I hear him. I, I just want to. No, but no. Don't point there. anything. Like, they, no, you've I'm been rapping a lot. Don't even lie. Don't even lie. Don't even lie. You've been rapping a lot. Just throwing this out there. I did not agree to this part of the agenda. Well, it does say it in the agenda, and you didn't. Did you eliminate it? I commented on it and I said, "What the blank is this?" In all red. Ryan Trost. Ryan Trost, aspiring young rapper. That's not true. Little Lil Trost, Lil Rye, Rye Trost, Lil Rye guy, Young Rye. Stop. None of those. Okay. All righty. Well, let's get into things because I think it's time that we discuss um, the major sporting event that occurred this past weekend. Enjoy the episode while it lasts. Me? Yes. Oh, I'm smiling from. Ear to ear right now because From mask. Oh yeah, we are mask wearing masks. Side to mask side. You can, yeah, know. that's a better way to put it. Yeah. The Buccaneers, my Buccaneers, not my Buccaneers, my Brady and his and his low, Buccaneers. Low key, your Buccaneers. My, no, wrong. My Brady and his Buccaneers defeated the favored Kansas City Chiefs in a in dominating fashion on Sunday. Yes, thirty-one true. to nine. I want to say it was thirty-one to nine. That's correct. No I remember, one. I remember because our good friend BK. He, yep. uh, he ended up betting on the over of 60 and a half. And he was upset because it was 20 below that. He was not even close. He was not even close. And he can blame the Chiefs for that one. You know what he did, though? He did win uh, a little prop bet over the weekend. What was it? Hypothetically, that Hi- is. Oh, yes. He, he, uh, he mentioned to me that he hypothetically bet on the uh, Gatorade color. I don't know if he knew oh, about so he this. He guessed it was blue. He guessed that it was blue correctly. I'm pretty sure that was plus 800 odds as well. Also. Wow. Wow. BK's got a knack for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I tell he you. does. Yeah, he not does. for the real football. No, not, like he can't really predict anything that happens in the actual game itself. Right. Pretty bad. Because he thought it was going to be 60 points scored. Yeah, he's, he's what a fool. What a fool. What but a he, fool. But boy, does he know his Gatorade colors, huh? Yeah, he does. Maybe he got an inside tip. Perhaps. Perhaps. He, he, has, he does have a lot of. You know. So I, I noticed that on the agenda here, we wrote, how did this happen? How did the Bucks win in dominating fashion, right? Yep. We both know how this happened. We talked about it last week. We did. In, in, in terms of Super Bowls, maybe this is the first one that I really put thought into beforehand. Yep. But if so, then we're one for one. I mean, we, it seemed almost predictable. It was. This I, game. Although, I, a, not in the way that it turned out, but in the way of what it came down to. What, 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 we, we were right in the sense that we, we knew what it would take for the Bucks to win this game. We knew that Brady would have to limit turnovers. Which he did. No which picks. he did. And we knew that they well, had to bring the pressure to... That's Mahomes. all it was. It was. It was. If Brady turning the ball over, if he turns the ball over, the Bucks are in trouble. If he doesn't, keeps the Bucks in it. And the second thing was that pass rush. It was amazing. I mean, the game. these are the two things, the two most important things in football. What are they? They're having a good quarterback and good passing offense, yep. and they're stopping the other team's passing offense. So the, yes. So if you have a good pass rush and you have a good quarterback, that's the recipe for success in today's NFL. Absolutely. And it's, it's, that's exactly what the Bucks did. They rattled Mahomes, made him have one of the worst games of his 
playoff career. Of his, of his, yeah, his entire career. career. His worst loss in his entire career. But I no, it was, and I don't think that was even close. He never lost by more than a possession in his career. In his NFL career. I his think NFL the last career. time he lost by more than a possession was like... Some Texas Tech game. Yeah, some Texas Tech game. I mean, he just didn't look like Mahomes. No, he didn't. And it's not rocket science, like what? you said. It's, 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 we, no. it's football. You have to protect the quarterback. And we also talked... I mean, I think I mentioned it, but uh, the long ball. Is hmm. the long ball going to be in effect? I didn't see Mahomes there was connect there. on any long balls. There, I don't think he did. I think he. I think really the whole game was there was a couple dig and duck throws, Kelsey over the middle that that they that I think the Buccaneers were okay to give up, but there was no no Tyree Kill fireworks. You know no what? Harbin fireworks. You know what though is Tyree Kill dropped a potential touchdown pass. He did early in that game. He did, and then. Travis Kelsey ended he dropped up dropping another one, a, a dropping third down. Few third down. I think there was two of them. Might have been. Uh, that was another passes, problem. Which I mean, that just doesn't help. No, it I'm doesn't. not saying it's their fault. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault. No, I'm just saying if you're if you're going to be in a game against the Buccaneers with Tom Brady on the other side of the field, you got to take advantage of those yeah. third downs. And, and those, if you're Travis Kelsey, I don't care what your excuse is, you have to make that catch. Hundred percent. And those things add up. Drops add up. Now you can you can play a kind of a crappy game. Uh, from from a line, from a line of scrimmage standpoint, but still somehow eke it out or keep it close. If if your playmakers can make big plays, but their playmakers were dropping passes, not making any big plays. Um, I was honestly astonished at that Bucks game plan. I knew they're gonna, I knew they're going to be able to rush him, but I did not think they could lock up Tyreek Hill, and they really did. They locked him up. He had a it seems game like to it seems like they. They either doubled him on every play or they shadowed him with the safety on every single play. Yeah. I think, I think they, that, they played deep and they, they made Mahomes the go short and Mahomes went short and then yep. they would drop his passes. Right. I mean, and they didn't run the ball. They didn't run the ball at all. No. They had a couple of good runs in the second half, but otherwise. Because they figured what well, they know we're going to pass. Yeah. And that didn't, it didn't even end up turning into anything. It was too late. Uh, Mahomes also had the, um, the two turnovers. Um, and they weren't. The, one of them was his fault. Definitely. One of them was. The other one was not. No, I agree. At all. I agree. Um, but look, let's just make this, let's just say it how it is. Mahomes did not play that well. Agreed. I won't, I, I'm not, I, not going to pin this loss on him by any means. Agreed. What, I, what we've talked about, having that banged up offensive banged line. Banged up, injury riddled. Eric injury. Fisher being out is a problem. And Marty Schwartz, Martin Schwartz, something like that. It was the, uh, the right tackle. Yeah, um, who has been out since last year. And he, but he started last Super Bowl. Yes, but it would have been nice to have him. Right, your two starting tackles would be nice to have. Anyway, banged up offensive line, literally no pass protection. Mahomes not playing great football, and their superstars not playing great football. And honestly, just the Bucks defense doing their job. No, no one played well. And then the chi- and, and then on the flip and side, the how Chiefs. About their punter? De- how about their punter? Oh my God! What's his name? Long hair? I don't know. Long hair. Yeah. Wicked long hair. He. I know. You kind of forget about that because that really that happened real early on in the first half. He shanked three punts. He did. And the Bucks had excellent field position out of it. Right. And, and that was when it was still early. That was when things could still. go. It was early, way. and um, that yeah, that then that those special special teams changes the outcome of games. In ways that aren't necessarily obvious, but I'm telling you, if the Bucks don't have that good of field position on a couple of those drives, well, they might not be scoring. They might I be agree. settling for field goals. I agree. So that's that. I agree. And um, so, okay, Ryan, like we, we've you know we've talked about it. We talked about how bad the Chiefs were all around. But mm-hmm. who was the main problem? Like who, if you had to pick one person, one one unit, I already got it. Who was the who is the main problem? Who is most responsible for the loss? 
Oh, oh, like who is the problem for the Chiefs? Isn't like on the Chiefs? Who is the problem? On the Chiefs. Sorry. We'll get oh, into the Bucks after. Okay. But who who is the I want, who is the main problem? I just I don't. I mean, you want to see Mahomes because he's one of the greatest players in the National Football League, and he's on the biggest stage, and he has that kind of a game. But at the same time, I mean, it's either Mahomes or the offensive line. It's one of the two. I'd say compared to their expectations, Mahomes definitely underperformed more than anybody. But I agree. Relatively, Mahomes unfair. played the worst. But game. but um, the line was definitely the gl- biggest glaring problem and, here. And that that makes me think you when you when you first asked who's the main problem for the Chiefs, I, I'm thinking Shaq Barrett. Oh he, my God, they cannot he, contain him. He he told us why he was a DPOY candidate, and he told us why he was the leading uh, the sack leader a year or two ago. Yes. He woke us up. He did. He he's a, he's a very underrated player. He's actually just today he was. He came out and said, I'm, I'm looking for the big bucks this offseason. It's about time. And he deserves it. He does. He, he's an electric pass rusher. Him and Devin White paired up right as, in, the, in, in that little linebacking core there. So does that mean he's a free agent? Yes. They have a lot of free agents. How, many, how many can they retain? It just depends on who's going to take pay cuts. I mean, that there is. I a, heard Evans is going to take a pay cut. Evans will, I imagine. Godwin's a free agent. We'll see what he wants to do. I'm, I'm going to make a prediction. I think a lot of guys will take pay cuts. I think it'd be different if they didn't win the Super Bowl, but once you win a Super Bowl with a group of guys, you want to run it back the year That's the what year Brady after. used to do, right? Didn't he used to take some pay cuts? Oh, he always took pay cuts. And now, it, But then eventually I think he got tired of that. I think he did, but they're, not, they're still not paying him his value here. Was, do you know what his contract it's, um, is? Two years, 60? That's not guaranteed, though. Oh, I was going to say, that sounds like a lot. Though. No, it's not a lot... Well, like what? Like how much uh, party guys getting paid this? Like year? what's like what's the Sean Watson getting paid? You don't know. Yeah, I can't imagine. He gets paid more than, more than, than that. Maybe forty. But it's all, but with, with football, it's it's so um, it's all based on it's nothing's guaranteed. It's all based on it's all incentive based. So who really knows? Yeah. I'll say this though. I think they're gonna come back together. And let's just talk a little bit about that Bucks offense and that. And actually, in the Bucks, sorry, actually more so the Bucks defense. Who were, they were definitely the MVP of the game. I agree. As a because um, you know as, as we talked unit. about, they terrorized Mahomes and they locked down the, their secondary played phenomenal. Mahomes didn't score a touchdown. No, they didn't. The whole I can't, yeah, they didn't. They didn't score the Chiefs. The fourteen two should have been fifteen one Chiefs, who smashed through everybody this year, except for the Browns because Mahomes got hurt. But I'm <laughs> saying that. And they looked like they were a Pop Warner team. It was amazing. Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, former New York Jets head coach, had a game plan. And they executed. Antoine Winfield Jr. came back off injury this week, played phenomenally. Whitehead, did Whitehead play? I'm not sure. But he, Uh, I don't know. I actually don't even know. But Shaq Barrett, Devin White, Jason Pierre-Paul, Vita Vea. Who guarded um, Tyreek Hill in their first matchup? It was Carlton Davis. Carlton Davis had a great game. He did. I remember because Tony Romo said it. If Tony Romo said it, it has to be true. You don't even have to watch the game. You just listen to Tony Romo speak, you, it, talk, his, talk his talk, and you're I, like, I'm a knowledgeable football player. No disrespect. Player. If I'm a blind man, I want Tony Romo giving me play-by-play. Play play. He is very good at his job. He is. And, he's, um, and he mentioned Carl, Carlton Davis? Carlton's Carlton Davis. He was call him the, Carl, I imagine. Carl, Carl Davis. Carl Davis. And he, got, he was the one who, in week 13 they played, yep. Yep. gave up. Week 12 two, was give two, 270 yards in the first half. One of the worst performances by a cornerback in years. In a, but he came back and he played darn well. At the big on the big stage, he proved his worth, and that whole Bucks defense proved their worth. And on, and then on, on offense, that Bucks offense could not, after a, a couple dormant drives to start the game, they could not be stopped. The only reason they didn't score 50 points in this game is because they basically the entire second half 
they were running the ball because it was over. Uh, didn't I mean, didn't it was, Brady take a, a shot downfield on like a in like the fourth quarter? Late uh, on a third down. Was it third? I yeah, it was he, before that. I thought, it was, I thought like, it was a third. I it thought might it, have been. It, it, yeah. I know that it was almost like a desperation, kind of a punt throw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, no, I they weren't. They weren't trying it. to do anything. Yeah. They weren't trying to risk anything. Um, but yeah, that Bucks offense was steamrolling. Playoff Lenny performed very well, as he has this entire second leg of the season, seemingly. Um, the only disappointing thing I'll say is that fourth down um, stop of the. The Chiefs had on them on the, the one yard line. That was huge. And yeah. at that point, you're thinking, okay, maybe. But wasn't that the same? So, so I, th- I believe on the first pass, Mahomes passes it to Hill after that for about 15 yards on the 15 yard line. I think I think they went three and out after that though. With the Kelsey drop. And then the punter. I believe it. so. I, I think believe he punted at 19 yards. I, and they got a 10 yard penalty. This is what happened. He punts. He he punts it. They oh, have a 10 yard penalty. Well, yeah. And then he gets a shit punt. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and you yeah, right then, right then so, there. If you so stop them, you stop them. You stop them on their own. You stop them on your own one yard line. That's you, you, get, you get some momentum. Travis Kelsey drops the ball on third down. Ooh. You punt it out of bounds, fifteen yards downfield, and now the now Tom Brady's starting on the thirty-five. It was like that. That should have been a catalyst. I thought. I thought that was. I thought. Okay, this is it. The Chiefs are now going to roll down the field, and that is the story of the. That he, was he, the story of the game. They got. They literally never got momentum. Never I, once. I they were never in a flow or a rhythm. I agree. It was very uncharacteristic, I'll tell you that. Um, and I just want to, I guess I'll, we should touch late on this here. And there was that car crash um, that Andy Reid's son got into. And um, one little girl who was involved in the accident, um, I think her, her life's in jeopardy right now, or was. Um, and so you know thoughts and prayers out to that family but I, I just wonder do you think that could have had a could have been a distraction for the Chiefs coming into this game I think you mean for a read no, for all of them I, I don't, it's, it, that's the kind of do you think I don't think anyone wants that to be the kind of news that's breaking about your team you know a few days before the Super Bowl and I know that their media was trying to work it in as a storyline as you know as a, maybe it was a distraction for them but do you, you think that played any part maybe they were a little bit what do you think who was, does it say who was responsible for the crash? I think the the son was. He got. I think he like got let go by the Chiefs. So, Andy Reid's son. Yeah, because I think he was responsible for the accident. Oh. I think. So his son was a part of the coaching staff. Yes, that's oh. why I think it's a distraction. He was no, no, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, his son was a part of the coaching staff. So it's not just mm. Andy Reid's son. Andy Reid's son, who's also a part of the Chiefs coaching staff. So do you think? I mean, okay. do you, I mean that kind of thing. It it, yeah. it it should it makes it grabs headlines and and your team sure. morale maybe be affected a little bit like oh this guy was a coach I don't know could have played a part yeah could have what do you think I, I like I like the responses like they asked Mahomes after the press conference after the game if it was a distraction for them he said he felt really sorry about what happened but he no it wasn't a distraction didn't play any part I mean I think at the back I think at the back of their heads maybe they thought about it I, I don't know I I wouldn't I don't know I think that's a I think that's a thing that happens and people I, I think players yeah that was our response i don't think it was much of a distraction i mean what happened happened they all felt sorry about what happened and maybe andy reed was a little distracted with uh yeah his son situation well but that's I, what i think maybe their head I think co- they it stems knew, down from the head coach you know yeah i think they knew they were there to play football yeah you're probably right i just thought we should touch on it i'm not sure i i, I almost part of me thinks that um it, i think it depends on like how much was his son ingrained in the culture of the team yeah. Was he someone that everyone was loved? Was he a guy that really brought people together within the 
locker room. I don't know. Who's to say? Who's to say? Um, I, I just um, yeah. moving on from that. Uh-huh. I, I um, uh-huh. just to finish this little segment off about the game here. Sure. You know, it was absolute uh, dominant win for the Bucks. It was. Um, but you know, yet the media still finds a way to hype up Mahomes. Almost forget that he had that an absolute you. crap game. Because well, the thing is, if Brady had those numbers in the Super Bowl, they would be on his. You know what? And you know that for sure. Have you ever thought about ignoring the media? I do, but I also we are we're a part of the sports. We're we're a part of the sports media. So why are we not? Just selectively listen to the. I do. I do. Hand. Trust me. I, I I've started doing that more, but I just I cannot believe these people are trying to like highlight the fact that Mahomes made two. Let me just two incomplete passes that looked really cool, and we they have were, to give them credit for. They it. were pretty spectacular. They were spectacular plays, but it's like I'll make an analogy here. Imagine somebody. You know, this happens all the time in the NBA where someone goes for a really sick dunk and they get so much elevation and, and they are about to post for someone and then they miss the dunk and no one's talking about it for a second. You're like, wow, that would have been really cool. Then a minute later, you'll never think about it again. But they, I mean, these people are like, that was the single most impressive play I've ever seen. Really? Did anyone catch the ball? Give me a break about that. That is yeah, some absolute I mean, BS. I think, you know, I think it is I would ridiculous. say like a more impressive play in football was like the helmet catch or something along those lines, you know. I wouldn't say Mahomes' incomplete passes were some of the most impressive plays I've ever seen. But that's just me. Does that play come to your mind or? <sighs> okay. Awkward silence. That's moving on. We're moving on. <laughs> that's the end of that. Look. <laughs> So I you walked yourself. I don't like you. One. I don't like you at all. You I, no, I really don't like you. One. You opened the door for me. And I How was he? Honestly, didn't even didn't even come to my mind. It came straight. To You're my right. Mind. Fine. That, exactly. That is something we can talk about. Right. Although it makes me feel it makes but me I, angry. I, in a way, I'm agreeing with you though. Okay. Fine. Yeah. In a messed up way, twisted. Oh, relax. You'll be all right. All right. So, um, you know, a inevitable uh, conversation that sparks from you know this this recent this this Bucks victory, the second Super Bowl victory. And also Bray's seventh Super Bowl victory is, um, I think the GOAT debate gets brought up again. And at this point, you'd have to agree with me, Ryan. Um, It's kind of indisputable that Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr. is the GOAT of football, is he not? So, to be quite honest with you, I've never put too much time to thinking about the NFL GOAT. I, I I wasn't a football player in high school. I wasn't you know super into football that much, but I do love watching the NFL. I'm very excited about it, very interested in it. Um, and obviously I've thought about it. You know, for a lot of Chicago fans, the name Walter Payton gets brought up, and I know Jim Brown's always in the mix. And then you got your quarterbacks, Montana, Elway, Marino, whatever you whatever have you, Johnny Unitas. But I think from a non-New England sports fan perspective. If 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 I was just in denial of him being the goat beforehand, I mean this definitely proves it. I mean, there's I have nothing to say against him being the goat. I agree that it proves it because you could I guess you could use the system quarterback excuse the Belichick and, excuse. Yeah, that I mean I, I forgot about that conversation, but yeah, that was that was that was the conversation. What is it Belichick or is it Brady? And I I mean to be fair, his team was stacked. Yeah, yeah. the buck the whole Bucks team, of especially course. the defense. But the guy is just incredible. He's incredible. Um, and you know what? His parade performance was icing on the cake for So me. awesome. I mean, I mean, I don't even like Brady, but that was just fun. That was fun. He, you know what, though? It seems like it's a new Brady, a different Brady. Does. He's definitely happier. He, he seems much happier. I mean, he was drinking avocado tequila. And he, was, he was I don't even hammered. think that's a real thing. He was hammered. He was. And, and no, you know what was the wildest thing when he threw the Lombardi from 
his boat to the other one? What the heck happens if that if that goes in the ocean? He doesn't care. I'll look at his other six and his. Uh, There's only one Lombardi. Cabinet. He's got six replicas. Yeah, maybe, but <laughs> replicas aren't the real. Um, but you know, what? it probably was a replica. I don't know. I don't. Actually, I don't. I actually don't know what they do with that. Me neither. But risky, nonetheless. I agree. Uh, yeah, I love Fun Brady. He was having a great time. I love the. They should start doing boat parades more often. I agree. That was fun. That was fun. And um, Gronk was shirtless, having his good that time. That was his own boat, right? Yeah, like two point five mil for a boat. That's insane. How expensive are boats usually? I mean, like a million, maybe. I don't know. Like boats are it's still very expensive. That's true. He's a beast. But Giselle, I, mean, I feel like he's makes worth. I feel like they're worth so much more money. He could have honestly like, for like a ten million, yeah, or twenty right. million dollar boat. He didn't. He was being. You no, know, Ryan. He was being modest. Okay? Was he? Was he? Was that a small? Only two point five million. A small boat. It was a small boat. Well, no, lower, small scale boat. It's probably one of his kids' boats. But, you think he has a, kid, a boat for each kid? He probably does. He's got three kids, you know. Yeah. Which Which one does he make out with, or is it all three? Uh-huh. Just wonder. It's, I think the second one, the this, this second son, is, is the target of the most of attention. The one with the um, infamous Instagram picture on uh, Thomas Patrick Edwards Brady's Instagram. Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr.'s Instagram. Sorry. Which, what's the infamous one? It's like um, it's his son like just standing there with like these big Oakley sunglasses yeah, on. Yeah, I think that's He's I, got like a stuffed animal around his neck. I believe that's him, yes. He's, he's the son. He ha- that's, that's, that's his son with Giselle. Ah. The oldest son is his son with Bridget Moynihan, mm. former lover. Mm. Never got married, though. Oh, interesting situation. Although Bridget Moynihan did post a story congratulating who is this, who is this, Brady. Who is this Bridget? She was an actress. An actress, like a like a like an actress, like one of the extras in like the Friends Coffee House. No, no, or no, like, no. Like she like was. A, she's not like an A list uh, celebrity. She's like a B list celebrity. I don't know anything about her, but yeah. But yeah, Brady's kids—they probably have boats. Can you just stop it, okay? What? Relax. We're gonna get back. But no. So I you think? Okay. Anything. So you think? Brady, you can't say that Brady's not the goat of football. I don't have a name that comes up to mind. No, that it's I'm not like, close. No, he's Ryan. better than Brady. And the I reason, don't. I'll say why it's not close. He is, his will to win football games is unmatched. I don't care. I'm not talking about raw talent. I'm not talking about um, his mobility. I'm not talking about like his. I'm not talking about his like proclivity for making spectacular throws when he's falling down. I don't give a crap about that crap. He knows how to win. He knows how to lead. That they had a very similar roster last season, and then he comes in here and they. He was the major X factor. He and he's the quarterback. Their defense the most is imp- almost the same. Right? Almost the same. They had Winfield, but and almost the same. Their offense. The offense is a lot different. Offense though, is, in terms of weapons. Well, Brown and Lenny and Gronk and Gronk, but they. But no, and that's important too. I don't say that, but when you were the quarterback of seven Super Bowl winning teams, that it's I know. there's I, nothing to dispute there. I'm here there. with you. I agree. I'm glad you are. I'm with you. And um, I'm not happy to be here with you. He's won with and you. he's won seven of ten. Like, like what other names do you think people Montana will throw? Up. People will throw on Montana, although not the not the, not the people not our not our age. People yeah. our age will say Rodgers is better. They'll say Rogers has more Peyton skill. is better. I think Rogers has more pure. Rogers nat- has the best quarterback skill. skill I've ever seen. I'm, I, I, like, I'm and you'd saying, have to agree with that, right? He has more skill. He can throw the ball farther but, and but he can run faster. When it comes down to it, when it gets to that conference championship game, he crumbles. Brady wins. Brady wins because Rogers Bra- loses. Bra- I think Brady's a better leader. I think he's better with X's and O's. I think he's a little smarter. I, I think agree. He stays calm. He's an old man. Of course, he's smart. So. <laughs> No, oh, you want to mention his age? Well, he's done, he's done very well for his age, I'll say that. He has, he has. But, uh, you know, I don't have to do a lot of arguing for Brady anymore. It speaks for itself. Um, and this kind of lends itself to our um, next little conversation here. Like, 
is is Brady the goat of all competitive sports? I would never say that. I know. I don't care if you won eight and nine. I would never say that. Ryan, who's your goat? You know who my who, goat? No, is. I want to know who's your ultimate questions. goat. Michael Jordan is the goat of every sport ever. Period. That's all I gotta say. I don't think that I don't disagree with you on that. And like I'm in the boat of like I think him and LeBron are actually very close. But the reason why I think that Jordan, there's a reasonable argument that Jordan is the goat of all goats is because the legacy that he has left behind is insane. It's it's unparalleled, honest to God. No, MJ, it is. It is. 23, Michael Jordan. Everyone knows Michael Jordan. Everyone. He's had such an impact and, on mainstream and sports. People are. I think age, impact's a huge... Our generation, We I don't think we knew the scope of Michael Jordan. I mean, we all grew up and we learned his name at a very young age. Especially anyone involved in somewhat in basketball, right? Mm. But I don't think we really got the perspective of just how big Michael Jordan was back then, until we saw the last, last dance. dance, right? I mean, where did they go? France? Yeah, and they were freaking flocking. I mean, I mean these people from these other countries—they they were obsessed with him. It, it, it's unparalleled. It really is. I agree. That that documentary, if you haven't seen it, take watch it. It's a, it's there's ten great episodes. Oh, five? Ten. Ten great episodes. Um it was a great watch. And I agree with you on that. Because it's what's what's amazing. That, that really I mean, it's not that it surprised me, but it it was insane to see that. It brought things more to focus for you. It did. And it gives you a perspective that you didn't have before. Yeah, now you can almost, obviously we weren't there. It helps you it helps you, Ryan, as a Chicago Bulls fan to almost substantiate your claim. I agree that he's the goat, and I think I, I think he'll always be a goat. You know what? Though? There's nothing that could, there's nothing else that could happen. His goat status will never be uh, delegated. You know what I didn't really like or though, as a result of the last dance. What? All these Scotty Pippen stands. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, Scotty Pippen's the. If you don't count D Rose's potential, he's the second greatest bull of all time. But he ain't. He wasn't that good. Admit but, it. But he wasn't like. People are putting him out to be like, like this, this like, the epitome of a catalyst, like the Stop best, like number two ever. Like, the dude averaged twenty points twice in his career, and both times I was like twenty one and twenty three. I mean, what is that? And those probably were those the years that Jordan didn't play. One of them was. I think the other year he averaged like twenty point two or something. Well, and I'll say that. I mean, most people who are saying that absolute baloney are LeBron guys. At the end of the day, LeBron has had way better supporting cast members. D. Wade's better than Scottie Pippen. Kyrie Irving's better than Scottie Pippen. You could argue Chris Bosh. Anthony Davis. Chris Bosh, if you look at the numbers, it's close. I mean, Pippen averaged, what, 16 in his career? Yeah. Bosh is close to that. I would say that I, I, just, I don't think, I think, I think that there's a comparison to be had with LeBron Jordan, but don't use the Scottie Pippen Agreed. aspect Agreed. as a Agreed. legitimate argument. And, and I brought this up to you just the other day. If you're playing 2K, which I hope a lot of our audience has experience doing so, if you haven't, if you're a little older or if you're just not really into the video game aspect, just play a game Try of 2K. It Try fun. it out. It's fun. fun. Cash. Have Very like cash. a nice glass of, you know, depending on your age, of course, like Coke or maybe maybe a glass of whiskey, you know, something to ease the nerves when you're playing. Yep. Anyway, <laughs> I want you to play with one of the 90s Bulls teams. I don't care which one you pick. Pick one. Pick one of the ones they won a championship on. And then I want you to sub out Jordan from the starting lineup. And then I want you to play another game with Cavs, Heat, Lakers. I don't care. I honestly don't care. 
any of the teams LeBron won a championship with, sub LeBron out, sub LeBron out of you the game. You can still have some fun. Tell me who you. Tell me which team you have more fun playing with. Tell me which team you score more points with. Yeah, I already know the answer to that question. I mean, I've tried to play with these '90s Bulls teams on 2K, and it's just the most frustrating thing ever. Because Jordan, I mean, being the goat of all goats. He still gets tired once in a while, so he'll play forty something minutes or forty minutes. I turn fatigue off. Okay. I turn. I can't recommend that. I'm gonna make a recommendation. If you play 2K, turn fatigue off. No need for these newcomers, at least. Yeah, turn it off. Yeah, I don't play with it. Sure. But it's okay. Fine. Okay. So just getting back to things. Your ultimate goat, Jordan. My ultimate goat, Brady. You could throw in Gretzky if you're a hockey guy. You could throw in LeBron if you love him. Absolutely, throw in Gretzky. Gretzky was so dominant in sports. I'm funny. And if you're not a hockey fan, you don't even understand. You just need to look it up and and admire. Your girlfriend Hannah would probably say Gretzky, right? She's she's a hockey fan more than anything else. She's listening right now. And I I don't know if she'd agree. She might go Patrick Kane on us. She's a big Blackhawks fan. Pat Kane. I don't know about about hockey, but I've heard he's really good. She's actually a very big uh, Andrew Shaw fan. I don't don't know know if you know that. I could not. Nope. Well. (laughs) Go Andrew Shaw. Go, go to him. To yeah, Shaw. he's Shawzy. good. Yeah. yeah, Bill Russell. Throw that in there too. That's true. Eleven rings. That's true. All right, so um, Larry Bird. We're getting lo- we're getting along here in the show. It's at the eight forty mark. It's time to bring in our special guest. Uh, his name is Ryan T. Dites, as I mentioned earlier. Um, we're gonna call him up right now, Ryan. If you could just, um, we're gonna call him T. Dites for the sake of uh, just confusion's sake. We don't want, you know, I don't want to think I'm addressing Ryan Tros. So I'm going to call him T-Dice. We're calling him up here. Put him right by there. Of course. Is the mic on? The mic is on. They can hear the beep, 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 beep. So this let guy's, doesn't answer. This guy's going to give us... Oh, he's going to give us a, a fresh breath of air about Brady here. He's going to oh, light him up. Hopefully he's... If he answers. He's ready for it. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh. Ryan, T-Dice, what's up? How we doing, boys? Say hello to the audience. You're on. You're live right now. How we doing, guys? I uh, hope everyone's having a good Thursday so far. That's I'm um, happy to be here. Been anxiously waiting. He's been anxiously waiting. He has a lot to say. Ryan, he's a, um, as I mentioned earlier, he's a huge Washington football team fan. I'm very interested to hear about this, uh, this backstory of the Washington football yeah. team, Stan. Tell us why yeah. you're a fan. put it in simple terms um always been a football guy um but back in the day on my ps2 i was a huge madden 08 guy and Vince i'll be honest Young. it was as simple as the colors guys but wow the burgundy and gold sold me i mean we all bleed burgundy right we do bleed burgundy huh <laughs> yes we do i mean that's so. uh, to be okay to be fair i, I will say that's I, that's legitimate reasoning for me, at least, because their colors are kind of sick. Yeah, and I mean, I was an I was an eight year old kid. Yeah. Well, so, you, so you've been rooting for them since oh eight, Ben. Yeah. And and why yeah. no Ryan? Um, why no why no Patriots love? Why never the Patriots love? Why no, why no fandom? You're a New Englander. Um, I used to actually have an affinity for the Patriots. It was it was both teams really that I that I supported up until I believe eighth grade. So that would be 2013, 2014-ish. Um, and I just got tired of them. I mean, I feel like for the most part, the, the fans are kind of knuckleheads. That wow. Re- really don't know a whole lot about football and just kind of look at box scores and say, oh, we're, we're better than you. And then, which is which is the, the main reason why this year, I mean, 
I don't know about you guys, even um, Manzi of Manzi and Trost kind of fell off the grid as a Patriots fan and kind of they're transitioning, oh, I'm a Brady fan, oh, I'm a Chiefs fan, I'm this, I'm that. So, I mean, a lot of people are jumping ship right now, and that didn't doesn't surprise me whatsoever. Listen, Ryan, that's the so that's the first, um, I was wondering when the first shot of the night would take place. There it is. Um, I would say it's a shot. Well, Ryan, the thing is, is that I've certainly, although I respect what you're saying, I've certainly not jumped off the grid as a Pats fan. Uh, in fact, I am definitely much more of a Pats fan than I am a Brady fan. Um, actually, that's not true. That's not that's, true. Okay, that's not true. That's not true I will say this. I would definitely... I definitely... But, I mean, that's just, that's just ludicrous. No, let me, let me speak. Let me speak. So, during the regular season, I never missed a Patriots game. I missed plenty of Bucks games. I kept tabs on the Patriots all year. I placed a $50 bet on the Patriots from the Super Bowl back in week three. Um, I keep tabs on all their personnel decisions. May I interrupt really quick? No, can you? Okay, fine. I, I just want to say, like, I feel like this should be expected, right? The Patriots are, like, where you're from. They're your team. Like, shouldn't you want to watch more Patriots games than Bucks no, games? I do. I'm just justifying that I have not completely jumped off the bandwagon. I... I, I know what, your point, Mr. Trost. I know what you're saying. I, I feel like like this is expected. Like I watch more Bears games than I watch Bucks games. You know. I know. Yes. I, I agree. You're right. I shouldn't have to justify this. I, I'm just that's saying. What I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Of course, I was gonna also follow Brady. He's pretty much. He's pretty much my my entire childhood. He, he's my my love of sports stems from him directly. So of course I'm was gonna. It, was it him? Or was it the New England Patriots? I've watched enough Patriots football in my day to say that. Both him and Belichick are primarily responsible for the Super Bowl victories. So, of course, where either of them, if, say, Belichick left the Patriots and coached another team, I would probably be not quite as excited to watch him uh, coach, you know, and, and, win, and win a Super Bowl, but I would be up there. So I'm saying that... I would have to say that if you did do that and you, you were watching Belichick coach other teams, I think it would be more out of, like, speculation, curiosity, versus rather, rather than passion. Okay, fine. I, I couldn't agree more. Okay, so Ryan, then uh, I just you know we we know my stance on this uh, on Brady and whatnot, whatever. But I just want to hear what is what what is your take on the Super Bowl? And before you start, I just want to point out that you did I do recall you saying earlier in the Chiefs week, two scores, yeah. no, and you also said that the Chiefs had an uh, criminally underrated defense. So I just want you to just I'll, I'll give you the floor here. Just just speak a little bit about what happened. I mean, the the defense obviously didn't live up to um, to that kind of label. Um, but I mean, obviously the shortcomings from, from the chiefs here were definitely offensive and where the bucks thrive was absolutely defensively. I mean, they, they executed their game plan fine on offense. Um, but for me, um, Tom Brady winning the MVP of that game was pretty ludicrous given the, the fact that the game was, the game was won on the defensive side of the ball for Tampa Bay. I mean, the the game plan that Todd Bowles put together was was incredible. They they rarely ran the two high look all year, so the Chiefs are going into that game looking back at their previous game against the Bucks, kind of breaking down the film and and they they had a game plan and Todd Bowles came and gave them a look that they weren't ready for and they absolutely ate them for breakfast. I mean that's just how it is. I mean the the Chiefs O line came out flat, uninspired. Um, receivers were lazy, not making good plays on the ball. I mean mm, that's I, true. I, Always, I've died on the hill that Tyreek Hill is more than just a fast guy. He's a he's a wide receiver with good ball skills. He was horrific. He was awful. He was horrific. Travis was the only one who showed up to play, and Mahomes was absolutely sensational, in my opinion. Well, I, I think he did absolutely everything he could have done and more. 
Um, a few of the that's ridiculous the that went off the face masks would have gone down as some of the better passes ever thrown in the Super Bowl. I mean, that's just how it is. No, you know what, Ryan? I, I'd have to agree with you on everything you just said. I agree with you that I don't think Tom Brady is the true MVP of the game. I think if in a perfect world, you can give that to Bowles in the defense, certainly. Yeah, I but yes, I but because it's an individual award, Brady is the obvious um recipient um it's a quarterback award Let's it's a quarterback award it, it honestly is, it is. It is a quarterback so award, that's that fine need to be factored in like I, I like to i like to say oh todd bull should get it but at the end of the day i mean it's a quarterback's award yeah. so i wasn't surprised by it or anything of course um and i agree again i agree tyree kill played a horrendous game travis kelsey i mean he played better but he also had some key drops um he did but i mean he had, at the end of the day he still had over 10 receptions and sure he, sure and, and at the, he contributed. Well, although couldn't you say that his 10 receptions were honestly a product of the bucks d having that game plan that like hey we're playing too high we're gonna let them throw we're gonna let them have those 10 yard passes to kelsey once in a while we'll live with that yeah i mean but i still think travis kelsey is gonna be travis kelsey no matter what kind of scheme you have dialed up i mean i think i think they just didn't really want to get beat but clearly by tyreek and but i think they kind of expected to kind of see like your demarcus robinson's that kind of player get the receptions rather than travis kelsey getting force fed because i don't think they were gonna just kind of be okay with allowing travis kelsey to have that kind of day yeah that's that's a good point too but um that's that's good i, I agree with that i guess and but like this one last thing though that you said does bother me i cannot believe you can come out here and said that mahomes had a good had a magnificent game there were pl- i know I, and I'll, I'll give it to you there were plenty of drops that could have been spectacular passes, and there are plenty of opportunities that if they went the other way, you know, we're looking at Mahomes having an MVP caliber performance, but two interceptions, not a great completion percentage. Most of his yardage came in garbage time, would, could never punch it in. If Brady played that kind of game, if you saw Brady play that kind of game, you would not say in a million years that it was a magnificent performance. I think it's a little bit of a double standard. Well, I mean, um, See, I don't like you can bring Brady into that comparison because, I mean, if you put Brady behind that Chiefs O-line, I mean, he would have gone down in under a second every play. He doesn't. If, if he has one body in his face, he's going down to the turf. That's what it is. Mahomes, every single play, two fucking barn doors as tackles. And, <laughs> I mean, he's running for his life every single snap. And that's not even exaggeration. Every single, especially towards the late game when that offensive line got gassed. I mean, Shaq Barrett, JPP were cashing yes just cashing you're right Uh, you're right but sometimes uh, a quarterback yeah there's the things the quarterback can control and that's just that's just that's just part of that's part of the game that's part of life so i I just and and yeah sure you cannot pin this loss on him not you cannot you cannot come close to doing that but i just think saying he played a magnificent football game might be a little bit of a stretch ryan that's all i mean i I just i I saw that's what i'm gonna say i don't completely disagree with you i'm just saying it wasn't especially to his Standard, I think people are a little bit disappointed, but I don't know. I think that's, I, uh, I think given the circumstances, you could not have asked him to play a better game. And the the one thing that's been pissing me off that I've been hearing over all just over and over and over is Brady owns Mahomes. Brady, that is just such a nonsense comment with Patrick Mahomes playing the way he did, and the fact that it's a twenty-two man game and Brady and Mahomes play zero snaps on when they're on the field together. That is just such a dumb comment. I've been hearing it over and over and over again. And, yeah, I just, I just feel like I need to put a stop to this kind of I mean, you can't. Nonsense. I mean, I guess I see what you're saying, but, I mean, you can't ignore a 2-0 record in the, in, in the biggest, arguably the biggest games in Mahomes' career. Uh, he's 0-2 against Brady. 
I mean, I know they don't, I know they don't match up. I know they're in different situations, but I don't know. I, I would I would I would have to agree with uh, your your guy T Dites here because I mean, wouldn't you say it's it's not it's an, it's not an individual sport. It's a team no. sport. Okay. Maybe Mahomes is zero two against the Patriots and the Bucks. You know where Brady happened yes. to be the quarterback. I don't know. Yeah, I agree with him. Saying Brady owns Mahomes is kind of ludicrous. Exactly. Exactly. It doesn't really make Look, sense. Uh, okay, and, and okay, fine. And to your credit, I I am I am not coming out making those comparisons. I think Mahomes is maybe the most talented quarterback we've ever seen. I'm not saying he's not, but um, I don't know. Some of the things you've you said, Ryan, tonight have been a little iffy. But I knew I knew you'd come in here with some hot takes. Um, I mean, I don't think any of them. Oh, cut it out! Cut it! Oh, uh, uh, all right, all right. Well, Ryan, we do appreciate having you on. We love ha- you. You're very knowledgeable. Uh, you're a very knowledgeable fan. Uh, we'd like to have you on more. Um, we, you're also, you know, in your own right, you're a very entertaining guy. So, uh, you know, a little spark of energy for the show. So, uh, we appreciate yeah, you appreciate coming on tonight, that, uh, Mr. Manzi and Mr. Trost. It was a pleasure meeting you, and um, I hope I'm back on again sometime. That's oh, yes, fun, guys. Yes, it was an absolute you honor. You have a good one now. All right. Yeah, you fellas. All right, take peace care. out, guys. All, all right. right, peace out, Brian. Thank you. Peace out, guys. I said, what a lug. That was Ryan too. That's for you. Um, he was honestly a little more collected and reasonable than I expected. The only thing that ticked me off was the Mahomes magnificent comment. You seem pretty bothered over there. I am bothered by that. I don't think his last comment was fine. I, to say that Brady owned Mahomes is fine. But that was n- I watched every single snap of that game. And of course he had to deal with the offensive line. Of course. And we knew that was going to be an issue going in. But I'm telling you, that guy did not play that great of a game and it gets wa- and it gets forgotten about because of the two spectacular incompletions he made whatever I disagree I feel like the media I mean, they're talking least, about that they're talking about that more than they I should s- be for a losing I, team I've seen it like once or twice but I've seen I feel like I've seen a lot more like Mahomes' completion percentage in QBR in the Super Bowl you've seen that a lot than I have seen oh. about his incomplete passes maybe I'm just being negative maybe I'm just focusing too much on the negative see that's what I think I mean I, I think they definitely are giving Mahomes the the treatment that he kind of deserves because both times in the Super I mean, last Super Bowl, he got the MVP. He didn't play that well. Huh. He played well. He didn't play Not that really. well. Come on. He didn't play Mahomes level. But no one talks about how the Chiefs defense kind of held up the 49ers in that game. No one talks about that, huh? I guess. There's, there's just things they don't, they, they choose to talk about when Brady wins. They would never choose to talk about when Mahomes wins. That's all I'll say. And that bothers you. Bothers the absolute living piss out of me. Wow. I'm a little bit rolling around what my did, chair. Wouldn't you argue that some, like, like for example, that double standard, as you called it, yes. that would only that would only arise when you're talking about the goat, right? Exactly, and that makes there's me a lot of ludicrous stuff going on about Jordan nonstop, and that gives us that gives us some solace. And now that your guy is the solidified goat, which he probably was before, <laughs> but now that he is, you're gonna have to deal with that just like I have to deal with Jordan slander. It's just the way it is. Except you know what the problem with Jordan though that I don't have the face yet is that Jordan has a big big freaking looming guy on his back 6'8 out of Akron, Ohio LeBron James who's slowly creeping to the title as we speak. Not really worried about it. So there's a lot of pressure there for you. Versus me, there's no pressure right now. You see, I'm not worried about it because that would mean like I'm worried about it as if like I'm going to deny it and like I'm a Jordan stand no matter what even if like if LeBron was the GOAT I'd give it to LeBron. He's just not. So. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, I would. You're, of course you wouldn't. You're from Chicago, Ryan. So what? If LeBron won 10 championships, what am I going to do? Sit around and tell you Jordan's the GOAT? What will it take for LeBron to surpass him? How many championships we need? I don't know. I just I just know that okay, when it happens. I wanted, I wanted an answer. I guess you're not ready. When it happens, he'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. All right. That's fair. Um, 
I did want to ask Ryan what his thoughts on uh, the Heineke signing was. Uh, just the, the, the Redskins, not the Redskins, sorry. The football team just signed Taylor Heineke, who played very well against the Buccaneers in the playoffs. Also want to point out that the Buc- the Redskins, sorry, the football team ultimately gave the Bucks their biggest test in the playoffs, which is kind of wild. Agreed. Uh, but that's just a couple of thoughts. All right, so got about four minutes here, Ryan. Um, I know early we, earlier you had mentioned the, the boat parade. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, that was so fun to watch it those was. videos. It was. You know what I didn't like, though? What? You know what I really didn't like? Oh, what? I already told you this. I'm not sure I remember. Me and you talk too much. We need to save all this stuff for the I know. We said everything before. LeBron and Brady tweeting <sighs> like they're best buddies because they both won a championship recently. I mean, come on. What is that about? What is that about? I, what I, is that about? I don't understand. You know what's, I, I will kind of give in to you here a little bit. I always wondered. I wonder what their like personal relationship is like. Do they I, have one? I don't think they have one. Or do they just one. connect via Twitter because they're both champions? That's it. Or LeBron, wa- LeBron is like acting like he's on Brady's and level. You know almost. what though is LeBron thinks that he's like this old man, like Brady. No, there's like a seven or eight year difference. It's pretty big. Difference. I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's the only complaint I have. Brady walking out drunk, hilarious, loved so it. So funny. The tossing the Lombardi crazy. trophy, LeBron. love it. Gronk, Gronk was a little out there this parade. He was doing some funky dunking. He was doing some, doing some little, some stuff. He always gets shirtless though in his Super Bowl parades. I wasn't talking about the shirtlessness. What was he doing? You know, like when he's lying down on the boat. Oh, with the Lombardi. Yeah, that was kind of funny. It was a little weird. Well, he's a weird, like OBJ. Stuff. He's a weird guy. OBJ. It was some OBJ <laughs> stuff. OBJ is a weird guy. Do you think Belichick watch? I don't think he watches things. Oh, do you think he watched the game or the parade? The parade. No, of course not. Why would he watch that? I don't know. I don't think he like. I really like. He doesn't give me the. Do you think he vibe that he like think, looks at stuff? Do you think like he texts? I don't think TB, he has any social media. Did he text TB twelve? Hey, nice game. No. What do you think? Yes, I think he did. You think there was some communication? Out I don't there? think. I don't think there's real animosity. Okay. But that's just me. I could be wrong. You know? Can, can I bring up the next bullet point? Yeah, sure. I really like this bullet sure. point. So, the night of the Super Bowl, um, Will was just high on life, and he was having a good old time. And off tequila. Hypothetically. 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 Probably. It was a good night. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. He was high in life. He was having a good time. And and he he texts me, calls me, I forget which, that he's getting this Brady tattoo. <laughs> and he says he's going to get a real big Brady tattoo. Oh, yeah. It's going to have a lot of passion, a lot of color in it. Mm. But we don't know what kind of Brady tattoo. He doesn't know what kind of Brady tattoo he wants. I don't really have any advice for him. So we need suggestions. We need, we need s- things to come in. So we want... All of you that are listening right now to send in suggestions for a Tom Brady tattoo for a guy, Will Manzi here, and we'll take them into deep consideration. Well, he will, obviously. No, we both will. It'll be a group decision. And, I like that. Um, I think either DM us on our Instagram page, at Manzi and Trost, or if you have any of our personal cells, uh, just shoot us a text. Of course we're not going to put those out in the air. No, of course because, not. No. You know, we have a lot of people listening. We're, we're so. celebrities, yeah. after all. So that would be silly. That would be very silly. Um, and yeah, so yeah, send those in because I'm serious. I will probably get one, um, and then we'll let you know. And then also, um, I just before we uh, concluded today, I just wanted to give Trost a little bit of a spotlight because he know he's had to listen to me, listen to me talk about Brady for not only this week's podcast but last week, last week's show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just want you to give us what what's your take on the Bears well, next season? What do you need? What do you want? How's Trubisky feeling? How's he doing? What do you need? What I've do you read, want? I've read some disappointing what do you need? What do you articles want? recently. What? Suggesting that this Trubisky Bears relationship Experiment. is is oh. either over, splintered, irreparable, no, no. unrepairable. I don't know, but it's not looking good. Apparently, some guy close to Trubisky says Trubisky doesn't want in. 
some guy close to Nagy says Nagy doesn't want in. There's a lot of a lot of miscommunication, a lot of misunderstandings, a lot of unrepaired relationships. So I'm really worried about that because I'm a big fan of Trubisky. I think he's a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback in today's NFL, and he does his job. That being said, you asked me about my expectations for next season. Yes, sir. As a Chicago Bears fan, we look. you have to look at the two recipes for success, which I gave you earlier. Can you rush the pass? Yep. And can you throw the ball? So it really depends on that ladder because our Bears defense is good. It's good enough. It's definitely it, solid. It has, for a few it, years it now, it has great. great potential, mm. but it's, it's consistently good. So it depends on who, who's our guy in the pocket. Trubisky's contract is up. He's a free agent, unrestricted, I believe. And according to this relationship talk, we're going to have to look elsewhere. So it not, I think it depends. We could have a great season if we have a guy like Deshaun Watson, if we can land wow. him somehow. You would mortgage your future for him? Multiple first-rounders, second-rounder, you would do it? I don't know what the package would be. I'm not going to say I would or wouldn't do it, but I'm le- almost leaning towards yes because he would be our best quarterback in history. And It wouldn't be close, really. That speaks to something. It does. But it depends who's in our pocket. It's him. It, maybe it's Wentz. Unfortunately, I don't Ooh. like Wentz. Ooh. I think he's terrible. I think gross. he's way worse than Trubisky. That's gross We might crap. as well sign Trubisky if we're going to get Wentz because Trubisky's a better Wentz. Um Foles we need to get rid of. I mean, I saw a Darnold thing out there. I don't want Darnold. I mean, it's a crapshoot. So, I mean, it depends who's our quarterback. That's all I got for you. And so say it came down, you talked about the splinter relationship between Trubisky and the team. Do you think maybe a head coach change would be necessary? Do you think, would you rather lose Nagy or lose Trubisky? I'd rather lose Nagy 100%. Trubisky is good, and he is only getting better. And Nagy's stinky? I don't think Trubisky, I'm not going to stand up here and tell you Trubisky is the best quarterback in the league, because he's not. But Trubisky's a damn good quarterback. Mm-hmm. And Nagy has been under a lot of fire from the Bears fans. Bears fan base. Yes, I've heard so, that. So a Nagy, a Nagy going and Trubisky staying, I'm happy. And I, I hope the rest of the Bears fans are with me. Well, I, I hope they are. And I'm happy that you're happy. But I'll say one thing to close up the show. Okay. You don't have to Trubisky is no Brady. Brady! Stop. Brady. You're embarrassing yourself. Brady and the Bucks. That's gross. We're going for eight, baby. We're going for eight. Peace out, boys or and girls and men, women, children, whoever's listening. And non-binary. And non-binary. All those types. Ryan, want to close us out here? You, you do it well. And this is Trost and Manzi signing off. We will see you guys next Thursday and be just as excited for next week's show as you were this show. You better be. Good stuff coming. All right. See you, babes.